Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. My name is Adam Bigelow. I pastor a church in Jacksonville, Florida. And if you'd like to subscribe, these will find their way to your inbox on your device. Let's pray. God, bless this service. Bless this time spent in your word. And God, deal with our hearts by the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm chapter 100 dealt with my heart this morning, I'd like to speak to you on a thought of a message entitled, Start Living an Awesome Life. Start Living an Awesome Life. And so we have, July 1st, we we came to the middle day of 2020. July 1st was smack dab in the middle of 2020. And we have kind of a a vision for this year or a, a theme, and that's 2020 vision. Well, the New Year's resolutions, I don't know how they're going. How are things going in 2020? We've got a pile of things we didn't expect that hit us in 2020. But this is a halfway point, so maybe we need to kind of get fired up and get a little excited and keep running this race and reaching forward to those things which are before. So let's go. Psalm 100 and verse 4, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Two well-worn bills were arriving at the Federal Reserve Bank to be retired. And one was a $20 bill and one a $1 bill. And they kind of rode on this conveyor belt together and began a conversation. The $20 bill reminisced about the awesome life he had had traveling all over the world. He began to reminisce and say, I've... Been to the finest restaurants, Broadway shows, just saw Hamilton, Las Vegas, Atlantic City, and yes, Disney World. He said, I even went on a Caribbean cruise, saw the Eiffel Tower and the pyramids. And then he looked over to the $1 bill and he said, tell me, how's your life been? Is it awesome? The $1 bill kind of shrugged himself and said, Well, I've been to this church and that church and the other church and this church and that church and the other church, and then I've been to a lot of churches. The $20 bill said, what's a church? This morning, God really impressed my heart with Psalm 100. And in my Bible, I write in my Bible, okay? It's not a sin. I think you could do it if you need to help remember things. It's a blessing, And I don't write with a black highlighter, okay? God's word is God's word. I write in the margins. And I wrote on top of Psalm 100, maybe a little some time ago, how to live an awesome life. And Psalm 100 is such a blessing. So let's just really jump into it. And really, Jesus is the author of awesome life. He said, the thief cometh not but for but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Psalm 100, we want to look at three things. There's only five verses. So the first two verses, we're going to deal with how to start living an awesome life. Well, the first two verses, going. Get going. The Bible talks about entering those gates. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. So begin to move. And you know, the best time to start serving God 
is now. I was going to say yesterday, but you can't really do that, right? Don't be like Pharaoh and say, tomorrow, one more night with the frogs. Serve Jesus right now. But the Bible says in Psalm 100, verse 1, a psalm of praise. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. A joyful noise. That word from the Hebrew noise means to break or to figuratively split the ears with sound. It means to make some noise. We had a church guest book and we graduated to another guest book. But in our old guest book, there was a line uh, for you to fill in who invited you and that's an illustration in itself, some of the entries that were made. But one person put in the place for who invited you, they wrote down, heard, praise, furiously. <laughs> Evidently, they had heard some people worshiping God, then, and they began to say, I've got to go and see what this is all about. But the Bible says, make a joyful noise, does it say noise? Noise pollution? Just shouting? But unto the Lord. It's a joyful noise, but it's a directed noise. Starting to live an awesome life, we need to make that uh, joyful noise and that focus in our life. Notice, in all five verses of Psalm 100, we see the Lord. Verse 1, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Verse 2, serve the Lord. C come before his presence. Verse 3, know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that made us. We are His people, the sheep of His pastor. Enter into, verse 4, His gates, His courts. Be thankful unto Him. Bless His name. And then verse 5, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth. When we get a focus on Ourself, our life can become miserable. We need to get a focus on Jesus, looking unto Jesus. Get our focus on God, not on the circumstances. Start living an awesome life. Get going. Get going. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. It says, All ye lands. For God so loved the world, He's not desirous that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. God came for the whole world. It's the whole gospel for the whole world. And in verse 2 of Psalm 100, when we get going, we get serving. It's been shared to know Him is to love Him. To love Him is to serve Him. And really to serve Him is, is an honor. Remember when I went to a rock concert, uh, not last week. This is before I became a Christian, right? And the rock stars would come out and everyone would begin cheering when the rock stars came out. Why? Because that presence of the rock stars, it made people excited. But the Bible says come before his presence. What if you could have, a, what if you could have an audience with God? The Bible said that the uh, psalmist in Psalm 40 in verse 2, he brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise 
unto our God. And many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. That when we get into God's presence, the Bible said in his presence is fullness of joy. There's something that wants to make us shout. He put a new song in my mouth. What is that song? Even praise unto our God. You know that I'm thankful that we can serve God. The Bible said he didn't come to be ministered to. He came to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. I'm thankful to be a servant of God. And that's, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Maybe that'll be my job than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. God, let me serve you. I love to serve him. To be a servant, to get going in his presence, his fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures evermore. See, when we get going, then we begin to be knowing the Bible says in verse 3, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. There was a Sunday school teacher that decided to have her second grade class memorize Psalm 23. And it's one of the most quoted passages in the Bible. So she gave the children a whole month to learn the chapter. One little boy was so excited about the task, but he just couldn't memorize the whole psalm. He practiced and he practiced and he, he could hardly get past the first line. So the day comes and all the children get in front of the congregation and the little boy was nervous and it came his turn and he kind of stepped up to the microphone and then he looked around and then he kind of had a smile on his face and he leaned right into the mic and he said proudly, the Lord is my shepherd. And that's all I need to know. <laughs> but the Bible says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. You know, there's people that talk about being, I'm a self-made man. And I'm a self-made woman. You know, granted, I'm, I'm impressed at all that men and women can learn. How that we can better ourselves. And there's something to be said for learning. And there's something to be said for bettering yourself. And I, I, look, I raise my hand. I'm in that crowd. I like to learn and grow. But it was something about a self-made man smacks of this air of pride. I want to know him. I want to know him. And I want to know his righteousness. To know him. The, the apostle said, and the power of his resurrection. I want to know something bigger than this life. Than the things that I can uh, 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 make uh, uh, in and of my own self. This, this little boy... He walked to his dad and he said, Dad, why'd you lie to me? His dad said, excuse me? So why'd you lie to me? He said, what do you mean, son? He said, well, didn't you tell me that, that God made man kind of out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul and then he, uh, his wife was uh, taken out in an operation by God from one of his ribs and then uh, through them all mankind descended? And his father said, yes, that's what I told you. Pretty, pretty close. <laughs> and so he said, well, mom didn't tell me that. Mom said that we all came from this, this like amoeba and we began to evolve and the amoeba was swimming and then it finally kind of came onto land. It became some kind of reptile and then into a monkey and then a caveman and... Uh, 
well, what do you have to say about that? And the father said, son, I was talking about my side of the family. Your mother was talking about her side of the family. Self-made men. I want to be a God-made man. Isn't it Jesus that said, when he saw Peter and Andrew casting their nets into the sea, he saith unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I like that. You know, there's a lot of things we can do, perhaps by ourselves, quote unquote, but man, I want God to make me. No, the Bible says that it is He is God. He made us and not we ourselves. But then it says we're His people. You know, when crazy things happen in our society, in our lives, we don't have to fear. We don't have to be anxious. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. And that's all I need to know. The Bible says in Psalm 23, I shall not Want why God's going to keep me. He said he'll never leave me. And he said he'll never forsake me. Man, God's a good God. To know him. That he's made us. And we're his people. This, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. God's got it. God's got you. And we need to know that. To know that God's got us. God is a faithful God. Verse 4 from our... From our uh, text, it deals with entering into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise and being thankful unto him and blessing his name. You know, when we begin to know God, we get thankful. When you go into that door, those, those gates were the exterior of something, right? Like you get into heaven through Jesus Christ. He said, I'm the door. You get into salvation through Jesus Christ, I'm the door. It's through his blood that he shed on the cross. It's through uh, the, the sins that he took, uh, our sins that he took on the cross, that we can obtain forgiveness. He said, I'm the door. But don't stop there. The Bible says into his courts, the courts where the king had his throne, where he administered judgment, where he administered blessings, where his honor was. Go into the courts of where God, there's a song that says, just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk. God, I, I want to experience your healing. God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. God, uh, let, me, let me have a prayer walk. Let me, have a, let me see answers to my prayers that we begin to know God. He's real. You know, if God answers your prayer, the devil can't take that away from you. Someone on a tweet or Facebook can't say God's not real and take that away from you. If God heals your child, the devil can't take that away from you. We need to start praying and get that knowing. We need to start walking with God. After you begin to praise God, get going, but then get knowing. It'll make you thankful. And lastly, get showing. Get showing. Have you ever just said, God's good? Man, God's good. Maybe God had to open a door in your mind and you're like, man, I got a different perspective. Man, God's good. So preacher, I don't have any money in my wallet. Well, God's still good. You don't have to worry about going to a bunch of stores, right? God's good. There's a resulting testimony in an awesome life. God's good. The Bible says in Psalm 100 verse 5, for the Lord is, you guessed it, Good. 
When I was new in Florida, I, I, I wasn't familiar with southern parlances. I really didn't know how northern I was. Came down here in about 2000 to work in a church in Orlando. And this guy said, he looked at me, knew I was a preacher, and he said, God's good. And I looked back at him and I said something like, yeah, he is. Why? God's good. He looked at me and he said, <laughs> in so many words, you're probably just, you know, turning your head right now too, right? You crazy non-Southern preacher. He said, you're supposed to say all the time. You know what? I learned it, okay? Even Northern preachers can learn, right? God is good all the time but there's a testimony not just good on sunday he's good on monday he's good on tuesday he's good when your wife's in the mully grubs he's good when the car's almost out of gas god is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations the psalmist said in 116 verse 12 what shall i render unto the lord for all his benefits Toward me, the psalmist said, God's good. You know, we need, to, we need to not just try to fill a church. We're not just trying to fill a church parking lot. <laughs> we're having drive-in church. Come meet us, meet with us at 9 a.m. But we're working to fill the mansions in heaven. We don't want to just get people to church, but get people to Jesus. Get people to start living an awesome life. Get them going on salvation, repenting of their sins. God will take you just like you are. You're going to say, God, thank you for the new life that you paid for on the cross. And then get knowing this Savior. There's so many blessings. Get reading your Bible. Get praying. It's a good time to start in the middle of the year. And then the resulting testimony, get showing Bless his name. Tell someone about how good God is in your life. You don't have to be a theologian. Just show them what God's done in your life, in your family. In your, is he taking away your anxiety? Tell someone. There's a lot of anxious people right now. A lot of people need some hope. Get going. Start living an awesome life. Get knowing this Savior named Jesus Christ. And get showing. Tell somebody. In, in, in closing, a nurse came into a hospital room, two men in two beds, lying side by side, strangers to one another, but they were both about to die, and the nurse went to check to see that they were comfortable. And one man, the first man, she went and said, Sir, are you okay? And he said, he just gripped his bed, and he was near death and he, he had tear stains coming down and he said he said i'm leaving home i'm leaving home and the look of grief was on his face and the nurse you know checked to see that she could do spoke softly with him for a little while and then went over to the other man and said sir can i do anything for you and the man had tears coming out of his eyes as well and gripped the sides of his bed but something was different about this man, his feet kind of went up and down like a little kid who couldn't sit still. And there was a look of joy on his face. And he said, I'm going home. I'm going home. You see, when you start to live an awesome life with Jesus, heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will no longer pass away. And he went to prepare a place for you.
And if he went to prepare a place for you, he would come again. He said, in his father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I'm going to prepare a place and then I'm going to come and I'm going to receive you. That where I am, there you may be also. There's a home in heaven waiting for those believers who are living an awesome life. Psalm 100, I hope it's been a blessing. Subscribe to our podcast, Live an Awesome Life. Remember your homework from last Sunday, Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Love your enemies. Bless someone. Do good to someone and pray for someone. God bless you is our prayer. Amen.